I V M. Hello and welcome to Simplified, the show where everything's made up and the facts don't matter. <laughs> I see what I see what you did there. So yes, we are your three hosts and we hope to break down things for you in a manner that you can understand how something to talk about in the next uh, orgy that you attend. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> It's like he's the intellectual one. <laughs> There is a very 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 small subset of the population which is also like attending orgies and listening to simplify or so, attending orgies while listening to simplify <laughs> which would so. be interesting <laughs> and uh, chuck in his marketing wisdom has chosen to target that specific yeah, yeah. Demo- demographic i mean yeah, yeah. yeah everyone needs needs attention right i mean <laughs> but even, yes everyone needs entertainment nice. so even. if you're having an orgy right now Congratulations! Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. And please proceed. Please proceed. I mean, crazier things have happened. Somebody pinged us recently saying they binge listened to all hundred and something of our episodes. Yeah, that's that's so sweet of them. Know, Actually, that's amazing. That's I mean, so nice. And I would like to take this opportunity to give a shout out. I'm very very happy that we are actually being binge listened. Yeah, to. we are we are actually yeah bringing pleasure to someone's life. Yeah, But, I know. Thank you. Excellent. We assume that it is voluntary, though. Yeah. <laughs> I that could be, you know, I'll be yeah. like hmm. kidnapped by people and then made to listen and then f- f- ransom note goes. And, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, before we proceed into more uh, random uh, ramblings, I think we should all introduce ourselves. Yes, yes. correct, correct. With our random fact uh, and our random fact theme for the day is first email IDs. Yeah. I'm Chuck. Uh, who at one point of time was deep the great at yahoo.com that's incredible thanks and i am naren and uh, i was around when the internet wasn't invented <laughs> and when it was it gave me the juicy brief very sort of concise uh, email id of shanoyan at bombfy.vsnl.net.in wow bombfy for the win bombfy wow he's got the og like the oh, real yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nice. I know. And yours. Uh, mine is pretty boring, though quite unique. I had uh, considering my name is a really funny pronunciation, uh, has a funny pronunciation, and is fairly unique. So I got Shriket. I never took anything huh? else. So I got Shriket at email dot com, <gasps> which was my first oh, email ID. Oh, Ram, you remember USA dot net? Ha, yeah. That used to be a thing. So I mean, email dot com is a subsidiary of mail dot com, and yeah. it was available at that time. So I got Shriket at email dot com, which was very unique. Like I mean, it's as like original as it can get. So yeah, it very was cool. quite. It was quite boring in some ways. I did not have the creativity to use uh, the cool qualifiers, or the great or the qualifiers. Although my uncle has a really cool. His name was uh, his name is A K Rao, and his email ID is A K forty seven Rao at gmail dot com, which was very fun for us at that time. We were like, oh my god, his email ID is A K forty seven Rao. So it was very fun then, not really now. <laughs> Okay. Uh, shout out to everyone who tried the hot mail at hotmail dot com <laughs> when they were thirteen. Thank you very much. And in this oh, episode, man. moving right along, mm-hmm. we are going to talk about a country where the internet is a controversial thing. Uh, we are going to be talking about China and uh, a few things that they. So China uh, has a very interesting approach to diplomacy right now, which is basically building stuff everywhere and saying, "Ah, we'll that thing that's gushing out of the ground. Yeah, yeah, we'll just take that here. Have this nice five star hotel." And uh, at a time is very interesting. Interesting at a time when uh, the so-called global superpower USA is getting more and more 
inward looking china is sort of flexing its muscles and uh, being a bit of uh, doing a bit of infrastructure diplomacy and yeah, being yeah. a bit of a bully so basically at the same time. it goes and says uh, we are going to build this beautiful you know bridge for you or road for you and then the country say yeah let's pay for it and this guys no 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 no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. then if you really insist we'll take a little bit of your little, oil yeah. give us a couple of oil like a loan shark no actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah so all this we no. will explore on the other side, side of, of this, this. Uh, we hope you enjoyed that uh, commercial break we are now back with the same three hosts we are going to be talking about china and uh, their so called infrastructure diplomacy so let's break this down into a couple of things what they are doing right now and uh, what it means for the world and the rest of us and importantly you dear simplified listener listeners brother mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey we we're catering to orgies now okay <laughs> <laughs> okay so you might have heard recently that china is doing something called the belt and road initiative yeah this has nothing to do with the fact that you might have heard that majority of the belts and buttons in the world are made in some certain cities in china there's something like there's like one city yeah, yeah. in china supplies all the buttons friends and zippers who uh, businesses importing stuff from china and uh, there was uh, a time when all uh, everyone was uh, you know at least in in bhakt circles which my <laughs> friend is a big member of was uh, for nationalistic pride reasons they wanted to ban import from china oh right oh. and so this guy says that all of you will have to wear either lungis or pajamas because <laughs> nobody manufactures buttons <laughs> or zippers yeah so you're screwed lungis or pajamas that sort of ended the argument yeah. anyway so what is this belt and road initiative it's hmm. a development strategy adopted by the cheerful gentlemen that are the chinese government development i must say is infrastructure wise not socially or hmm. politically so let's break this down belt means a road and a belt largely refers to road and railway on land that connects various parts of china to a lot of places around the world yeah, mm. especially europe and central asia and uh, strangely enough the road part of belt and road initiative is not is nothing to do with a road but it refers to what is called a 21st century msr or a maritime silk road Uh, silk road dubadu varata hu which is the modern version of the ancient uh, maritime silk route in which you might remember yeah it was in my time, yeah, yeah, yeah. time. i yeah. was a little kid when they yeah. started uh, so the yeah. silk route so we'll get into so you might have heard of this mythical silk route uh, i will explain what that is so this new initiative the belt and road initiative basically a way to connect china to everywhere else uh, was announced by the chinese leader and Uh, soon to be emperor of the world xi jinping he announced plans to create a 40 billion develop- dollar development fund which would help finance china's plans to develop the new silk road and the maritime silk uh, road or route or whatever you want to call it the ancient silk route is basically okay so basically china used to be the only country in the world that used to make silk mm. and it was much coveted by a lot of the people in Uh, a lot of the rich people in europe especially especially those who go for orgies strangely <laughs> uh, so china I like this orgiastic team <laughs> china guarded the secret of silk so much and they realized that they had uh, gold on their hands and they basically started creating these trade routes so that they could supply silk which was made in china to the rest of the developed world at that point of time so there were 
multiple routes. It wasn't just roads, it was also sea routes. So there was one route that went via the Korean uh, peninsula, basically connected it all over the world. So initially the so initially the road part of it was preferred, but then lootings and stuff started to happen of because course. that that used to be a thing. Uh, so then C became the preferred option after that, but that that had its own problems. Piracy used to be a problem. Uh, um, by that I don't mean the silk was copied. I can see the Duba Duba <laughs> reference again. <laughs> but I, I guess in a way silk was downloaded, right? So, uh, <laughs> oh, 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 well done. Okay. Uh, and so, fitting the song is also Duba Duba. Yeah. <laughs> Ocean route. <laughs> oh, wow. I can't think of a Maybe the more. song is about that. It's a uh, covert reference to like the piracy that was happening while historical. Uh, historical. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's deep, dude. Oh, it's China, man. Only. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. Anyway, so this whole Silk Road route, whatever it lost its significance over the centuries, plague started coming. So plague was in Europe, it came to China, China also said, ha, screw this nonsense, Not the road is not worth it anymore, etc. So it lost its relevance over a period of time. Also, I'm guessing the... Uh, uh, the the plague road, incidentally went from uh, China to Europe, not Diva. The other way around, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it went from China to Europe or Europe to China? I always China assumed it was Europe. Europe to China. So, it, yeah, uh, plague, uh, can I take a little aside yes, to tell you the yeah, yeah. story of yeah, the yeah, plague? Current affairs back so, in... So, apparently, the, what, is, what happened was, plagues were common, or or the, 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 the organism, Yersinia pestis, was uh, common in Mongolia. Uh, and when the Mongols wow. started invading, Ooh. and they reached right to the doorstep of uh, Europe, they carried the pest with them. And uh. they were pretty immune... Because they had been exposed to it, so nothing happened to them. But when the plague hit Europe, they had never, uh, you know, Seen they, they had else. anything. Yeah, wow. so they, it wiped out like sixty percent of the yeah, population. Yeah, 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 or something no. like that. It spread and to through know the rats and all yeah. that stuff. And, and it, it had it came in three waves. And so. to know how wounds heal, you can listen to the previous simplified episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, okay, I back, would have argued with you, but you used a scientific yeah. term there. Like, I know. No, no, no one argues with somebody who has this. Or as Obelix would say, singularis porcus. <laughs> anyway, so basically, uh, all this uh, led to the Silk Route losing its significance over a period of time. Also, I'm guessing that the Romans, after everything was in ruins, lost their appetite for expensive garments. President Xi, on the other hand, is very ambitious, very rich, uh -huh. and wants to rebuild all of this. Or, uh, or as uh, DD News would call it, President 11. <laughs> <laughs> so if they had a cricket team, it would be President 11's 11. <laughs> so anyway, so back to this Belt and Road Initiative, which he's building right now. According to one report, it is currently the longest economic corridor with the greatest potential in the world, which could impact 4.4 billion people, around 63% of the world's population, and wow. deals with an economic aggregate of $21 trillion, which wow. is 29% of global volume. Basically, it wants to center China in... I mean, it's no secret, really. So yeah, yeah, position yeah. China in the center, I mean, it's hardly a secret. Many people see this... So, supporters of this see this as a free gift from China to the world. Because basically, mm. they're going and building ports and stuff everywhere. And they're actually building stuff for the country. But 
if you dig into it you realize like like you guys said it's not exactly free eventually these companies yeah. these countries will have to pay back and here's a here's the other sneaky thing wherever they're building they mandate that chinese workers have to work over there and chinese companies have to build stuff of course so as so uh, uh, what has happened as a result of this in the last decade if you see the top 10 construction companies in the world suddenly there oh, seven out of 10 of them are chinese chinese yeah. Uh, so when I went to Sri Lanka myself, I've been to Sri Lanka twice. The end of 2016 and earlier this year, 2018 June. It was fascinating to see the entire port of Colombo. They're basically building an other. It's like a huge annex they're building to it, like uh, Bandra Reclamation times ten is wow. with everything. Like it's like a separate city by itself. with its own theme park with its own business district everything and there are its supporters and what but what's the startling thing is all chinese companies there are chinese shops set up over there to, so that Excellent. chinese immigrants can come and not immigrants rather uh, uh, my temporary migrant laborers can buy their chinese uh, spices <laughs> i guess no Tea? i mean yeah. or non this reminds me of this reminds me of that Rus- there's a russell peter set when very old one where he's like uh, Uh, the, he talks about a fact that when, like, by 2040 or something, like, yeah, the entire yeah, yeah. entire world will be like brown. Will be so, beige. Will be beige. beige. So he's like, uh, he's like, okay. So I should basically approach any white woman and say, you can run now, but sooner or later we are going to hump you. <laughs> I guess this is the origin of the. Film. See, yeah, there's no wonder the China's capital is beijing. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh. oh man and like this this whole approach of kind of saying that you know what uh, first we'll give you some free shit and then nah. we'll like become so it, it actually embodies this is amazing quote that i had heard which like is totally about chinese politics if you think of it it says diplomacy is the art of saying good doggy till you can find a rock <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> China totally embodies that. <laughs> It's basically right now in a very solid good doggy. Amazing, face. like they don't care. Say so if you're unable to pay back, they're like, ah, oh, sorry, my it's okay, fine. We'll take a nine-nine year lease and we can forget all about it. I have no idea why I broke into an Australian accent. I know uh, <laughs> Chinese, <laughs> Australian, Chinese accent. Australian, Australian accent. They're already taking over. <laughs> <laughs> so if you see, so um, so if if you break down the. whole bri which is the belt and road initiative it's broken down into several parts it's not one road so there are several parts to it i'll quickly tell you some of the major ones right now there is and some of this is actually staggering i knew that they had plans to connect china to the rest of the world but i didn't realize how massive it actually was first off there is a, a railway that goes from one of the most eastern cities which is yiwu all the way to london Wow, that's twelve thousand kilometers, which takes eighteen days by train. <laughs> by train, so good train. I don't think uh, it's nice. for uh, sightseeing. Yeah, it passes. I... So here's the thing. So um, I mean, I can imagine how big the pantry car would be <laughs> 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 for an eighteen day train journey. <laughs> so it passes through an industrial belt in China, which has some of the worst pollution in the world. Then it passes through very high Tibetan plains, like some of the highest roads in the world. Wow. Then it passes through Kazakhstan. Yes, that Kazakhstan, uh, Russia, Poland, Germany, Belgium, Calais at the end of France, where it takes the the uh, euro uh, the euro tunnel which connects france and england by the way i did not know that there was a tunnel that connected <laughs> england and france of course wow. there is i did not yeah. know this <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, yeah very much so. Anyway, mm-hmm. and and to London, so it goes yeah. all the way to freaking London. I'm telling you, but still you try and get on that train somewhere. Faintly you'll hear chai, chai, chai. chai, chai. chai. <laughs> and here's the amazing thing at uh, Heathrow, Heathrow it seems at London <laughs> train station, there is this wonder. This is amazing sign that says what about Calais 140 kilometers, this thing 200 kilometers, and there's Yivo 12,000 kilometers pointing <laughs> wow. in the other direction. <laughs> Imagine if you accidentally get on that train. <laughs> Imagine that Silicon Valley scene. No, if that guy accidentally goes away 18 days later. लॉन्ग एस ट्रेन एंड आई डोट थिंक लंडन ट्रेडू Oh, don't mind that oil that's coming from Africa. That's fine. That's for us. We need we need that stuff back home. Yeah, we got it kind of cheap because you know we own all the infrastructure projects there. What what's that? Loot you? Oh, now might. Don't worry about that. We wouldn't do that. Tell you what, let's piss India off together and build a road through the disputed region, shall we? Oh, wow. I have no idea why they're in Australian that, accent. That was not just Australian. I could detect like hints of like Africans, like mm. the white oh, yeah, white yeah, South yeah. Africans. Yeah. I could detect like some English. Yeah, yeah. And then you're, there you're, is also like, of course the Malayali. Yeah, yeah you like accent like how you uh, like fine whiskey how you No it was accent it's the Bhel, last it was accent Bhelpuri really <laughs> Thanks I I won't try that again Actually that is the definition of uh, Malayalam it's like a mallu he is a guy who can speak Malayalam in any language <laughs> 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 Amazing. <laughs> anyway, so that brings us to uh, why uh, this China-Pakistan thing is so important. Because if you might have noticed in the first twenty odd minutes of this podcast, we have not mentioned one country, which is India. Hmm. And one suspects that earlier I had mentioned twenty-nine percent about some sixty-three uh, percent of the world's population. One suspects that the remaining. Twenty-seven percent is actually India. <laughs> so, because India doesn't want any part to do with this, they yeah. believe that it's. Uh, and I think it's actually one of the things that the current administration has actually got right, uh, staying away from the whole BRI right. initiative. Absolutely. But we will get into that a little mm. later. So, it's damn conspicuous if you look at all the maps of the Brick and Road Initiative. Like it's like ja, ev- bypassing India everywhere. Goes touches it like gives, gives Colombo a little kiss before going off to. Africa and 
it passes through this disputed area in pakistan oh. gilgit gilgit baltistan uh-huh. and basically goes all the way down to karachi and the gwadar port which is like on the extreme west of uh, yeah. pakistan down south which is the perfect vantage point from there you can basically look at oman uh, saudi arabia so all the oil that's coming in from there africa everything like ha come 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 we will send and everything's owned by china right so it all goes without customs anything all back to china and this stretch so they are over in they are over investing in this particular stretch 54 billion dollars worth of infrastructure projects is planned for just this this was so called cpec china pakistan economic corridor uh, it's taken a lot of time for this for the port to actually work but it's finally operational chinese cargo began to be transported overland sometime uh, in uh, in late 2017 Uh, and eventually seaports in gwadar and karachi will be linked with northern pakistan western china and central asia and a lot of people actually a lot of chinese workers actually even died during the building of this because it goes through a lot of uh, terrain which is very very inhospitable uh, inhospitable china it starts from a city called kashgar mm. which is is which is like towards the west of the country a uh, very high dangerous roads it goes through the disputed area of Uh, jammu and kashmir which is right. gilgit baltistan and goes all the way down to karachi and gwadar and it's connected to everything else and china is throwing in all sorts of freebies it's like oh, china course. se aaya na so cashback everywhere is saying ha fiber optics for you infrastructure project for you schools for you everything so everybody is damn happy and for the short term uh, it's actually boosted pakistan's gdp this whole thing has actually boosted pakistan's gdp but economists actually believe is going to uh have a negative impact in the long term because china is basically going to end up becoming a slave to china they are going to have ah. to pay back all this at some this point of time this is basically this is basically vc funding yeah this is basically vc fund and <laughs> runway in, hai yeah and interestingly uh, uh i mean it's interesting that you brought up vc funding uh it's also going to have an impact on the culture of pakistan because because more and more chinese influence is coming and by that is not just people who are coming china is dictating the way buildings are being made yeah. and schools are being run in this belt so like pakistan is a fairly conservative society so how are they going to react in the wrong turn right now everything's hunky dory mm. uh, but yeah so that's one of the controversial belt i'll quickly run through the others um so that's two of the belts that we spoke about so far there's another one that connects uh, a city called almaty in kazakhstan which is again connected back to china to tehran and that's basically oil so much oil natural oh, gas course, rather yeah. uh, and then there's another uh, turkmenistan china pipeline which connects so a lot of the central asian countries are very underdeveloped but they have shit loads of oil mm. china and all, needs, pro- all of almost all of them are dictatorships yeah all of the, that's the thing mm. china finds it very easy to work with these authoritarian yeah. corrupt governments so you have kazakhstan turkmenistan which has a shit load of oil apparently mm. uzbekistan kyrgyzstan tajikistan and all these other stans they uh, you know it's all oil coming from here does mainly sound like uh, tabla bit like kyrgyzstan kyrgyzstan oh man excellent <laughs> amazing <laughs> oh thanks nanin for that the pipes daily discharge uh, is uh, equal to almost 63000 olympic size swimming pools so there you have it almost 63k olympic pools worth of oil is being wow. Uh, okay then other uh, highlights along this uh, border have you heard of korgos 
Of course you haven't, no. but you will soon because Corgos is going I to become. Cargar. <laughs> thanks. Corgos is going to become the largest dry port in the world, as opposed to Cargar, which is a dry city. So <laughs> there. <laughs> Why so is well, Cargar a dry city? Uh, I don't know. You can't buy alcohol there. Apparently, it's. Cargar. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, apparently, really? apparently, yeah, yeah. Look it up. Wow. Oh, wow. Excellent. I'm sure people. Like, I, I'm sure that hasn't stopped people. <laughs> one one of the many things that you learn on Simplified. Cargar <laughs> <laughs> is also fairly close to Washington, so maybe they don't need <laughs> alcohol. <laughs> so I'm just saying, just saying. Because Washington has good uh, masala chas. Yeah, of course, so definitely. Of course. Only masala chas. Only special masala chas. Special, very so special, very special. But Cargar is not Extra. close to Washington. <laughs> Am I confusing Kargar no, no, and Kargar? We'll explain. China and Kargar. Yeah, yeah. This is the only uh, one, podcast where you can uh, hear China and Kargar so, in the same, uh, same sentence. The one thing that's common is that none of them are connected by Chinese roads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Korgos is going to become the largest dry port in the world, which is like, as you can say, a port that is not linked to the sea or ocean. Hmm. And they're building it as a new Dubai. So basically, it's the middle of nowhere. I've read an article What, what what is a dry port? A dry port is basically a port which is not on the ocean, which is not connected to the ocean or the sea. So, so it's a huge container depot. It's a, yeah. yeah, it's a huge ah, container okay, depot. Basically, yeah, it's on the it's basically. Uh, it's on the border of Kazakhstan and China. It's like and an Amazon warehouse. It's an Amazon warehouse for the global economy. Uh, correct. Yeah. And it's a fascinating place. So they're building it as a new. And this is where you see this. This is the great example of the vision that China has. More than that ridiculous uh, Europe, uh, that London line. Mm-hmm. This is a new Dubai. And if you see where it is on the map, just type in K H O R G O S on Google Maps and just zoom out. It is. Have you heard of the Eurasian Pole of Inaccessibility? <laughs> no. So it's supposedly the point which is furthest from water, oh, which wow. is ocean, and that's like bang in the middle of all this Kazakhstan, like that 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 area basically, oh, wow. and it's just like a stone's throw away. I mean, a, a fairly uh, accomplished stone thrower will need to throw the stone, <laughs> but it's still like it's the farthest point. Of, and over here is where they're building what they are building as a new Dubai. And this fascinating paragraph I saw somewhere: Kazakhstan is coming from a landlocked country and is becoming the most linked-in country in the whole continent. If you take Russia, it's the largest country. China is the largest economy. India, one of the largest populations, and you place together right in the middle is Kazakhstan. You see how beautifully they are placed. China has them by the balls. They have Pakistan and that port by the balls. You see where this is going, and there. So this is basically. Like some of the routes that they're taken, and they are not done yet. They want to push further into further into Southeast Asia. Uh, you might have heard like they want to control all the islands and stuff over there. Already they are saying that, ha ha, Taiwan, enough of all your tomfoolery. You are part of us only. Ah. They are uh, clamping down on independence that Hong Kong wants to do. So they are trying to push more <laughs> down into you know that whole Southeast Asia, go down all the way to Australia, and. This is one of the most ambitious things that they want to do. They want to do what is called a, a Arctic version of the Belt and Road Initiative, because they have connect, currently they have a route uh, via sea that connects Shanghai to Rotterdam. Oh wow! In wow. in uh, Netherlands, which yeah. is okay because you go to Africa, go like via Mozambique, uh, Mozambique, whatever, whatever, go and you eventually hit Rotterdam. But to go from Rotterdam back to Shanghai instead of taking the same route. They are going up north, passing via the Nordic countries. Oh, wow. Up north, going literally traversing the Arctic Circle, 
and going back to Shanghai. If you see, I mean, you it might seem hard to imagine right now, but just look no, it up online. No, but actually, no. So actually, this makes a lot of sense because uh, if you look at it, um, uh, transatlantic uh, flights. Hmm. All the flights, they all. I mean, see, we all think of it like the globe is that way, right? The yeah. shortest route is through the it's North through Pole. Through the North Pole, yeah. So Not all of these flights over, yeah. Through would be really exciting. <laughs> 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 we, we are making a short dive. <laughs> you might experience some ice. <laughs> How many people here have seen the Titanic and hope it will never happen on a flight? <laughs> anyway, but I yeah. think we should take a little break uh, on that, right uh, now. Titanic on note. <laughs> <laughs> See you on the other side. Bye. So welcome back, and uh, hope you guys are dying to hear more about belts, roads, and initiatives. Belts, roads, and initiatives. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We'll put all those together, Narayan. Okay. Yeah, nice. So basically, in the first half, we looked at what all China is doing around the world. and i think the reasons are quite clear they are trying to become a global center of power yeah. uh, just two days before we are recording this episode uh, uh, sir donald trump went to the united <laughs> nations general assembly and oh, said globalism yeah hmm. i mean that was actually pretty i mean in terms of normally when it comes to trump right he's usually about like rambling incoherent yeah. rambling and crap and uh, while everyone focused on the fact that uh, they all laughed at trump and all that stuff the the more relevant part was like literally this was the first time trump actually put ideology forward yeah. and stated very clearly saying that globalism is an evil and globalism is mm-hmm. a negative and yeah. like we don't want this assimilation like he's he actually went and told like i mean it's part of his bluster but he actually told like those uh, the spain to build a wall across the sahara sahara yeah. so, <laughs> what and, and like that's what they were like we, we don't own the sahara <laughs> we that's not our land we can't build a wall on it but yeah it's crazy i mean the, but they why they probably get the mexicans to pay for that <laughs> 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 oh, so man. anyway yeah. so for china i mean there's a huge huge the uh, in investment right i mean it's probably i mean it's it is the biggest infrastructure project in the world in that sense uh, but it's actually a small investment if you look at what they get in return apart from the apart from the like fuzzy stuff which is being considered a center of globalization which they very clearly are right yeah. now now that the us has washed its hands mm-hmm. of it they get uh, what are the like tangible things that they get they get precious minerals and stuff like oil from african countries weak nations with very weak uh, power structures we becoming becoming very easy for these guys to bully weak african nations and central african nations hold them by the balls get all their precious uh, oil and stuff uh, their local infrastructure players like i said have become among the biggest in the world pretty much overnight over decade <laughs> rather yeah and they get the love of the world at a time when many countries many so called developed countries are increasingly looking inwards or face the risk of you know even you hear mm. even germany sweden and countries like this going extremely extremely inwards and the end initiatives like this have i mean even like people like the uh, united nations are willing to overlook the bad parts of it like okay fine at least there's somebody trying to push globalism in some sense of the word so not only trade but also possibly they push their culture like they're doing in pakistan and the other things are it also develops the so called less developed parts of china like that whole industrial belt connecting yeah. it to i mean you're talking about some of the most impoverished parts of china being a train ride away to london yes it's a 10 day train ride away but it's still connected to london 
in that sense uh, it will also enhance trade tourism connectivity build mutual trust between central asian countries at least on paper etc etc so the benefits for china are huge really that being said the, it does have its uh, uh, fair share of critics most notably india and this is the one i think the one time we can actually say that yeah i think modi got something right by being a very vocal opponent to it for all the reasons no, like because i mean this is fair because it's it's basically economic imperialism pretty, pretty much yeah, yeah. yeah so no, and also it has uh, because china has so many border disputes with india it has that a lot help, of yeah. political uh, ramifications uh, yeah, as well ramifications yeah, yeah. i mean this this strategic uh, yeah yeah so uh, the uh, there's a new vocal opponent which is malaysia so they have a new president recently a 90 year old 94 year old guy or something mm-hmm. who basically wants all this st- all these projects to stop in malaysia saying and this is exactly what you said this is a new version of colonialism <coughs> happening yeah so they are now very against this like and the pro- and there are a few there is problems. there has been a little uh, sort of pushback from pakistan as well so pakistan yeah, beginning now, to sense now uh, now there are not, i have a feeling uh, with imran khan day. coming in they will yeah. see that sense uh, there are uh, other problems uh, i mean you see a few scattered examples like in uh, you have you heard of the world's most deserted airport no you know no. any guesses where it is in somewhere in the himalayas no actually, no actually it's uh, no no i mean that that would be in india right or nepal rather okay. this is actually down south in sri lanka in a city called hamban tota oh, which yeah it's a pretty grand huge thing which a chinese funded uh, it's uh, the hometown of the then prime minister so it's a deserted airport it used to have one international flight a day which didn't have that many passengers so now there's nothing there it's bang in the middle of a just it's the tragedy is bang in the middle of a sanctuary Wow. So there are more elephants walking around than actual people over there. So that's become literally a white, not literally. It's become a white elephant with grey elephants outside. Yeah, no. This this reminds me of like the uh, Brazilian World Cup stadiums, which is like uh, so basically after the World Cup got done, Brazil built a whole bunch of stadiums in a mm-hmm. lot of weird, uh, yeah, lot of yeah, different yeah. places, and like one of those stadiums is now used as a bus parking shelter. <laughs> So like because no, at least they're using it for something. Yeah, but like honestly, yeah. a lot of these stadiums are just empty right now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and the thing is, if you wanted to use this as parking and build parking, parking, it's not a stadium around it. But can you play World Cup football in a parking lot, Sriket? Where is your sense of vocation? Some football uh, fan you are. If you tried, they're doing that in Qatar in 2022, <laughs> which is effectively a parking lot. Fair enough. And uh, the, and by the way, no secrets at all. I went to this Hamban Tota Airport's website. Their lounge is called the Silk Route Lounge. Wow. <laughs> wow. We'll bid you farewell in style. I will say. Oh, <laughs> and that is uh, the inserted. profundity of the day a section which we didn't do earlier because i knew this was there anyway uh, here's another quote uh, today pakistan scoffers are empty it seeks 12 billion dollars from the international monetary fund but us spokespeople will say they will not allow the international monetary fund to lend money to pakistan since this will eventually go to china <laughs> so pakistan is screwed either wow. way uh, trump is determined to scotch chinese attempts to become economically dominant and so has denied it a free ride on the global financial system this is hilarious this, yeah this is bad news for pakistan and china if the imf shuns pakistan china will surely provide rescue funds for the short term but this will damage the credibility of the bri itself so imagine 
you are going saying that hey this amazing infrastructure project that's going to save the world all here, free for you here, here yeah. here's free this thing for you oh you can't pay it back it's okay we will fund we will give you money, money to, pay, to us, pay us us back, us back. so yeah so classic <laughs> this is classic venture capitalist yeah, this, yeah. but <laughs> like, over here i learned this other thing and i'm pretty sure shrikesh you know of this a marshall plan Uh, yeah, yeah. In the US after World War II, and I guess that went off reasonably successfully. It aided several European countries out, thirteen billion dollars in aid. So basically, out of the World War II, everything was sad. The America, America said that okay, cool, we are going to fund the rebuilding of reconstruction. In a, in a, in a sort of uh, eerie similarity to China, so China made a lot of money over the last couple of decades because everyone was buying stuff from them. Nobody wanted to work. in the world war thing after after all the european countries uh, sort of screwed themselves dry they borrowed heavily from the united states yeah. so mm. united states just got a lot of free yeah, yeah, money yeah. because the rest of the world went to war no which so, is where i mean the yeah. the reason why the us dollar is the strongest currency in the world it is where uh, the global currencies are pegged to is because of the marshall plan which is yeah. where Everyone became like the US they became the biggest over. store of yeah. uh, foreign exchange, which is where China is heading right now. Yeah. So yeah. China is now holds the most amount. So now China holds US by the balls financially mm. speaking, and uh, by that logic now, and which is where I mean it's hilarious that Trump is talking about tariffs to the to China and uh, having a trade war with China, because like I mean this is. Not even a David versus Goliath. This is going to be like you're just standing in front of a giant and like a guy slaps you around for five minutes because yeah. it's the US has no standing as far as a trade war is concerned because mainly because it is the consumer, the biggest consumer. Like China, US would shut down the consumer culture of US would shut down without Chinese goods. Yeah, yeah. And that would be political suicide. Suicide. So, yeah. Very interesting. The cost of everything would skyrocket. I know. Yeah, and yeah. the US, see, ideologically also, if you look at it, the US is all about freedom, mm. right? The very minimum. The U.S. works because of freedom, because of yeah. freedom of purchasing, freedom, yeah. and freedom is consumerism. Yeah. Now, if consumerism, if you were to curtail it in any way, where you are able to curtail, like, okay, the people can't buy this stuff, or you can't this thing, or the prices of this are going to skyrocket, will cause instant revolt because that is messing with the daily way of life. Yeah, yeah. Alas, so there is an alternative. Also, by the way, another huge uh, critic and uh, a critic of this whole approach is on the east of china which is japan mm. and they are trying to build another alternative to this uh, which is australia us india and japan so that whole belt is something that they are uh. doing china is japan is taking the whole lead uh, they say of course that no no we are not competing with the bri or anything but i mean it's hard to sort of see uh that it's not inspired by that anyway yeah, this is uh, a full ipl icl series <laughs> <laughs> anyway this brings us to an interesting etymology uh you know the chinese were the first to invent uh, tea right yeah. Yeah. so one thing you might not have known was that when the guy invented uh, who fo- who found the tea and all it fell on his legs and that's why we call the people chinese <laughs> okay, so it's so funny. Yeah. I think Chuck. I know. I for, was all set for for, for Modi Satwa cutting I out know. his eyelids, yeah. throwing like, them, and for forty two minutes I was taking Chuck seriously. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This, is, this is like the longest uh, build up. Anyway, now we know where things are going. So uh, India and China, there's only one city where relations are good. There's because it's the biggest city of China. Uh, because that's because cows. Are treated very well there, and they are very peaceful because it's Shanghai. That's nah. terrible. Thanks. 
okay uh, you know that um, no it would be more appropriate if it was like a sagari kar right? uh, the singer the singer who singing okay. in a subhash gai movie yeah, but that's <laughs> i learned one hindi word for this <laughs> Okay. Anyway, uh, you know that we discussed already this one city where all the buttons are made. Uh, it's also true of ties. There's only one province that makes them and ships them out in uh, small trucks. Tai Wan, man. No. Okay. Old Chinese people. Uh, so um, old Chinese people are very pro this because they grew up in a time when people were killed very badly, and hence this yeah, new. Yeah, when they're killed, it's usually bad. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> hence they uh, like this new age diplomacy. Uh, it's called the Tang Dynasty. Oh Dynasty, God! Like <laughs> and finally, it's interesting that China is actually becoming the biggest exporter in the world. After all, its capital is Beijing. <laughs> oh, nice! Okay, <laughs> that yeah. works if you say Beij in uh, Malu style, right? Beij <laughs> though. <laughs> okay, that's all. That is it from me. That, that is was, it from the three of us. And that was excellent for most of it. Yeah. <laughs> Then very terrible towards the end. <laughs> Okay thanks but yeah but yeah that's basically yeah. how china is trying to take over the world and it's hard to see how yeah. they yeah this reminds me of like i i i remember i mean on a totally different level now i realized that there is this uncle so <laughs> one day bell rang in my house randomly and i was at home it was sunday i was chilling at home playing like playstation or something and bell rings and there is this uncle who is standing outside and he hands me a flyer saying china ka koi good nahi kharidega and he gives me a flyer and he's full angrily gives me this like spiel ये चाइनीज खाना भी नहीं खाने का आई लाइक ब्रो ये तो इंडियन चाइनीज है इसमें तो मसाला गिरता है आई लाइक ही इज लाइक देख कुछ नहीं करेगा ये नहीं करेगा गिव्स मी दिस लॉन्ग स्पील मैंने कहा अंकल आप कैसे आए इधर तो कहता है कि मैं स्कूटर पे आया मैंने कहा स्कूटर में कौन से पार्ट से आपको पता है कहां से आया कितन ही वाज लाइक नहीं नहीं पर चाइना का कुछ नहीं खरीदने का आई नहीं लाइक फुल एंग्रीली वेंट अवे आई वाज लाइक वाओ बट आई मीन इन अ वे on one level while i think his argument where it started and ended is very basic about saying that yeah. chinese khana nahi khane ka and china ko kuch nahi lene ka because well china is terrible mm. but it on a on a more ideological level he is in the right place saying that you know what there is a lot of economic imperialism mm. going to yeah, happen yeah. through china so i mean we need to be very aware of i mean it cannot it should not it is not possibly it's not possible on a micro level on an individualistic level that we start boycotting chinese goods yeah But I think actually I don't believe we should boycott any goods. It's, it's only when there is egregious increase. What happens is if you book, uh, manufacture goods for a hundred rupees and give it to other countries for like half the price in order to kill their industry. Yeah. uh then maybe maybe but yeah. even that is no, bad that, you know what i just discovered there are a lot of goods in india on which they have anti dumping duties yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. steel so steel right so china buys uh, iron ore from india it buys coal from australia and it makes steel and is able to sell steel to india cheaper <laughs> than what these guys who have coal and I am thinking there's a problem with the manufacturing. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not dumping yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. I mean, they are yeah. able to buy raw materials, transport it there, manufacture and transport it back, back. and still sell it cheaper. Free trade economics is the most heartless, remorseless wow. uh, justice machine in the universe. Should, <laughs> and on that yeah. free stay, yeah. stay safe, stay yeah. free market. Yeah. Stay and, free market. Stay away from belts. Roads and initiatives, <laughs> and stay tuned to Simplify. Wow. Yes.